What's good, everybody? It's Caleb Kinlaw, running back, University of South Carolina. And this is Triple Overtime Podcast. From tip-off to buzzer beater. Kick-off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime, everybody. I'm Tiago, back from my hiatus. Good to be back here with you guys. Uh, here with the same old, same old, Cliff and Tony. You already know. Who that? Who there? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we got a lot of show today. Got a uh, special guest and everything. Um, uh, but well, actually, I want to kind of get into that before we even get started, because I heard last week y'all were talking about a special guest. Who would we want to have on the show or something like that? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Like, I want to hear your take. I know you heard us because hopefully you're a listener of your own podcast, but. You would think. Yeah. You would think. So tell, I, I'm like Jesse Eisenberg. I'm like, I don't watch my own movies. No. So who do you got? Who do I got? Who do I got? Um, and no, I, and I did listen, of course. Um, and y'all had some good ones. Y'all had some good ones. I, I kind of, I was kind of crazy on Cliff's Marbury thing for a second, but, um, you know, he made it work. I see where he's coming from. Um, for me, it's NBA related. I'd say Isaiah Thomas, um, not new Isaiah, old school Isaiah. Z, just because I know he's got so much information that we all probably still don't know from like those Pistons, Jordan, uh, Bird days. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I mean, he was around those goats, you know, which is kind of like crazy to me because you look at that like legacy, you look at Magic, Goat, Jordan, Goat, Bird, Goat. And then Isaiah's like, yeah, he went back to back, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't sit right with me. You know, they, they kind of did him and the Detroit Pistons kind of wrong. Yeah, but I mean, like, as much as much as hate as he gets, he's quite the hater himself, though. <laughs> but but my point is, is that, like, when Isaiah says something, he always has something to back it up. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. That's fair. So so I would want to know, like, Isaiah, what, what do you know that we don't know? You know what I'm saying? It would be, be an interesting interview. I'm sure he, he, he got some deets on some stuff. That's just me. That's just me. And it's going to be all smoke. It's going to be all the heat. It's going to be all smoke. That's all the 90s was. I'm here for it, man. I'm a big Isaiah Thomas fan. That that man, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Agreed. Agreed. But uh, but man, yeah, that would be a dope guess. But, um, you know, we we here on Triple Overtime, you know, we want to make that a pattern of having dope guests. And uh, we actually have one on the show today. We have running back out of the University of South Carolina, Caleb Kinlaw, here on the show with us. Caleb, how you doing today? Good, man. How's it going? Good, good, man. It's a pleasure to have you uh, with us. Um, not with us, with us. We know we all socially distant. Um, right. how, how you holding up with that, man, with this with this corona? How's- uh, it's, I mean, it's one of the things you just got to adjust, um, you know, especially with everything going on. It's like certain things like the NFL, they kind of aren't really slowing down. So you just kind of have to adjust you know, pick things up wherever you can. Yeah, for yeah. sure. How's how's that with training? Like, how's that like? Has that affected your training? Are you still able to go go out there and, and get reps and do what you need to do? Um, we've had to move facilities like a couple times, just trying to find because you know we'll go one place and then they'll say, okay, you know, we can try to keep this open. Then you know, next day they will be like, okay, we got to shut it down. So then we go somewhere else. It'll be the same thing. Then we might go somewhere where we're just in an open field and we're trying to get stuff done. And then it, it's just, it's hectic. So we just have to adjust, however. And then right now um, in the state of South Carolina, I think it's just Columbia or like Richland County, which is where I'm staying at right now. Right. We have like a 14 day, some some type of thing where we can't go anywhere. Like you can't leave. And the only thing you can't leave the state or leave the county, I think, or something like that. I have to look into it. But I was just told about that today. It just started yesterday. So apparently anything that's not essential is shut down. Wow, man, that's crazy. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of a similar thing with us. Uh, even despite that, I was able to take a look. You posted on your Instagram and your Twitter your pro day numbers, which I, I felt they were pretty uh pretty impressive. And I'm not just trying to blow smoke, man. I'm serious. When I look at your pro day numbers, doing some research, comparing it to some of the uh, major names, you know, at the running back position that are coming out in the 2020 draft. So I'm looking at guys like. Jonathan Taylor, you know, guys like Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift. I'm looking at their 40 times. You know, they were at 4-3-4-4-4-4-7-4-4-8. You post pro day numbers 4-3-4 at the 40, um, right? Everyone can run, run. Right. 4-15 on the shuttle, right? So That's nasty. That's disgusting. 36 on the vert. You know, so I'm looking at these numbers and I'm like, okay, 
who is Caleb Kinlaw, right? Where, where did this boy come from? You know, and then I had to do the research. This has always been you. Yeah. <laughs> you said, yep. Yes, sir. Well, hey. A lot of people were asking me questions about it, too. Even I mean, even with the, the 434 and some of the times, you know, if I were to go to, like, the combine, of course, they'd be a little slower. But, you know, I've, I mean, I've always been able to do well with that. Um, I just had a lot of injuries and a lot of, you know, mis- unfortunate events happen while I've been, you know, playing football. But I mean, do you think your pro day numbers have maybe boosted the chance of you getting picked up potentially by a team by through the draft or, or how, how, how do you feel those numbers are, are going to affect you? Um, they're going to they're, they're gonna help a lot. Definitely. Um, you know, the main thing is just being able to have those numbers, knowing that, you know, I didn't get as much playing time I was wanted. So that kind of gives them an idea. OK, I have the athletic ability. So, you know, that's that's like step one. Do you have the athletic ability? Then next, they're going to try to find what they can with tape and then find where I can fit in. So that's definitely what me a lot. For sure. For sure. sure. Now, Caleb, I got a quick question for you. You know, you brought up your injuries and in your, in your past and and, you know, it's unfortunate. It's something that, you know, a lot of athletes go through, a lot of talented athletes go through. I'm sure, you, um, you know, you got a lot of rehab. You got you've been working out a lot now. Those pro day numbers, they look really good, man. They don't look like somebody who's coming off an injury. Like, are you feeling just as explosive as you were before? Uh, for the most part. I mean, I feel fine. Um, but to say, you know, I feel like about right. I feel right. Like, I don't feel, you know, slow or sluggish or anything like that. Because um, I tore my ACL. That was about a year and a half ago. Um, so okay. coming off of that, you know, of course, my knee doesn't feel the same as it did before. But it feels stronger, to be honest. Um even with my running, like, I, I feel like I've gotten even a little a step faster. Oh, I would say that maybe some other guys should try that, but uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a good training regimen. <laughs> Looking good, you know, Looking real good. Yeah, you said a step faster, man. I wish that could happen to me. I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> I just get I just get better, you know, but um, no, for real, man. That's <laughs> that's that's impressive for real, Caleb. I think those numbers look real good now kind of looking at obviously you know, looking at the pro day numbers, you're healthy, you're, you're, you're set, you're good to go. Now, when teams look at that, they want to look at the next step, right? They want to see, okay, you're athletic, you're healthy, but is there more, right? So, so I guess what, what do you feel you bring to the table outside of that, outside of your athleticism? I would say I'm just, you know, of course, I'm, I'm just a hard worker. Um, you know, I value the game a lot. Um, I have a genuine passion for it. Uh, you know, with me being hurt, that was a blessing in disguise because I was able to get better and the classroom side of football. So I know now, you know, I'm really good with picking up pass protection. I'm really good with reading coverages, reading blitzes and schemes now. So I think that I'm very knowledgeable of the game. You know, I do a lot of the, the, the grimy work, the special teams, the, the pass for, I think those are kind of things that I take a lot of pride in, you know, knowing that I, I know I can run the ball well, I know I can catch the ball well, but, you know, pass pro and special teams are two things that a lot of guys kind of take for granted and overlook. And, you know, I've had to do a lot of it. So I think, um, being in the situation I was in, you know, that humbled me, but it also helped me on the back end by making me, you know, a more complete running back. Um, so, I mean, I know, I know you're a running back and, um, you know, we see every time in the draft that a lot of analysts like to put everybody like, who's their comparison or, you know, what their style is. So I would mm-hmm. like to hear from you, like, what do you think your style, like, what, what's your style of running back? What, what's your, what's your skill set that you know that you have? Like, that's, that's you. Um, my style, uh, I'll probably consider myself more of like a um a one cut back. Um a lot of the schemes that I, I prefer to be in would be um I like zone schemes. Um mm-hmm. I, I I've gotten used to running in a shotgun being at South Carolina, but before I was at South Carolina, I was at Wisconsin and in a high school. A lot of most of the time I was always behind the quarterback. So um a lot of pin post schemes. Um like if I had to pick teams that I would fit into, it'd be like maybe um the the Titans. Um they have like a smash mouth uh, running scheme, uh the Buccaneers and they make like the Texans are probably like just three teams that I think off the top of my head that I fit into. Hey man, okay. we're in Tampa. We'll take you on the Bucks. Hey, for real, we'll pull up. <laughs> yeah. So any any kind of like a vertical zone scheme is kind of like my my strong suit that and a lot of like pin pull power run type of scheme. Okay. And and for you like you know growing up, I'm sure you watched a whole lot of football. Like who yeah. are who or what players or which college players or NFL players would you say that you pulled the most of your game from? Um. Just growing up or like now? We can do both. We can do both. Like, who was your inspiration to, you know, to, to run the football? Uh, my favorite running back, like, growing up that I'm able to actually watch um, throughout college and the league was Adrian Peterson. That was, that's like the, the number one right there. Beast. Um, guys, uh, well, I'll say one guy I like to watch a lot now that I kind of try to pat on my game after a little bit is um, Alvin Kamara. He's, I think he's probably just like a year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of like, I think I have more of a style like that. Like, I'm not a big running back. I'm not like a, 
an extremely fast running back. Um, I think I just I, I get in and out. You know what I mean? Um, but I enjoy watching him. Uh, college, it's, it's a lot of running backs. Look, but if I had to pick one, it would be AP. That's a, that's a good one to pick if you had to pick one, though. Yeah, that's a great one to pick. <laughs> and, you know, just for, uh, you know, just for kicks and giggles, I know, like, I mean, you're a football player, bro. I know everybody's dream is to have, you know, have yourself on Madden, bro. Everybody want to be right. on Madden. You're right. But, like, growing up, bro, like, who's who's your squad? Who you play with? Like, what's your team? Uh, Look, the team that I had, they've had a lot of rough years, and I'm really more of a fan because of my dad. I grew up that way. But the, the Raiders have been my team for a while. All right, just win, baby. All right. Look, that's that's been my team because I've, I've grew up around that a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you going? Are you going over to Vegas with them? <laughs> <laughs> look, they, they call me. Look, I'm coming. Whoever calls. Hey. Me. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, for right. sure, for sure. Well, then I, I kind of have a question for you. Then, with, in, in line with that, because you know, throughout your college career too, you know, you said that the whole experience kind of humbled you, and mm-hmm. I saw that you were able to kind of that that you were real versatile. You know, you. Um, you know, had some time in special teams. Um, I think uh, even on the practice squad, you had some time in corner as well. Now, obviously, right. you know, you're running back, but right, you know, but, you know, we've seen other, uh, you know, we've seen other players before say, look, you know, I'm a running back. I'm a running back. You know, that's what I'm going to be. Right. If NFL team called you and said, look, we have room for you, but not at running back. How, how would you feel about that? Um, honestly, I, I, I would, I would be okay with that. Cause at the end of the day, you know, getting in there is the number one goal. Um, cause I can always, you know, if I needed to showcase my skills at running back or however else, just being able to help a team win is, is like, that's my number one priority. For sure. For sure. I mean, right. it's the shield, right? It's the team. NFL is a team game. Um, right. so if you could, yeah, if you could do that and, and we've seen other players do that, be incredibly successful, you know, Josh Cribs, he, he played quarterback, you know, all his time in college and high school, you know, came in. Um, you know, star wide receiver. So Terrell Pryor, there's all kinds of people who have done it. So, you know, if that were to be the case, I, you know, making it to the league is, is, is incredible to begin with. So I, I think that would be phenomenal. Now, now you're no stranger to the league though. Cause you, you have, you have family that, that played, right. If right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. My uncle played, um, he was the number one overall pick in uh, 2000 with the Browns, Courtney Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was, was in the league for about a year or two on, uh, we was with the Jets. Um, I think it was with the Lions training camp that I was like, that's probably about maybe 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's in the family. It's in the family. I do want to kind of ask you this though, kind of as a segue, cause you know, especially in the league now, um, you know, with the way that the game is being played and, and with the approach, a lot of things in terms of like opportunity, a lot of things seem to be changing. Um, mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, lately, um, you know, obviously before, you know, this whole Corona and this whole pandemic, there used there was a lot of talk about the XFL. Um, XFL has been on the news a lot. And obviously we see, um, you know, the, the XFL kind of coming out as an opportunity for guys who um, either the NFL, uh, you know, just overlooked or, or guys who the NFL just they just there wasn't room at the time or what have you. So I guess when, when you look at guys like P.J. Walker, you know, who. Mm-hmm. You know, he was undrafted. He came out of Temple. Great quarterback. He just never got his opportunity in the league or, or you know, he just he came in, but he couldn't really showcase, you know, and then he went to the XFL, showcased his talents, just signed a two year in Carolina. You know, so when you look at guys like that, if by some chance, for whatever reason, you know, if the draft comes and if the draft goes, you know, mm-hmm. would you would you consider the XFL as as an option? Um, honestly, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure I would. Um, that's one of the things, you know, you gotta, you know, figure it out if it comes, you know what I mean? Um, initially, of course I, I would, I, because I want to play football, I would say that, but you know, I would have to figure out, you know, what's best for me and then the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? But I, I think I would, to be honest. Um, but that'd be something that'd be one of the things I have to figure out if it happened across that bridge when you get there. That's a really good answer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. I'll be honest with you. Tiago said he wanted to ask you that question. I was like, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. That's a really good answer. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's mainly because you know the position I play is not a, is not a position like quarterback where you can kind of go anywhere. You can play forever. Yeah, running back. Clock. Yeah, so you have to, you have to, you know, be mindful of, you know, you going to the XFL is that going to hurt your chances getting back into the NFL? True. Versus being on the practice squad or something and waiting your turn, something like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, yeah. that's a that's a great answer. Like, cause it's like I didn't even think about it that way. When as a running back, yeah, that adds a whole other dimension to the thing. Right. 
But um, yeah, me and Cliff were kind of talking. So I kind of want to ask you kind of some some um, some general stuff. So, for example, obviously you're a football guy, but I'm sure you're a sports guy, too. So if football was not the sport that you were approaching, what what would be the second choice? Would, would there be a second choice? <laughs> um, yeah, I, it probably wouldn't even be a second choice. But if I had to pick one, um, it, it would be track because I did it for so long. And the track was actually my first sport. Um, I started track first and then um, got into football. And then I ended up abandoning track. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, so like Tyreek and, uh, yeah, so I'm nowhere near that fast, but I, I mean, I was fast for, you know, when I ran at the time I ran and then if I had taken it seriously, I think I could have done pretty well in it, but football was, that, that was, that was it for me. That was my passion. All right. Cool. Cool. Do you, uh, do you have a favorite football team, basketball team, baseball team? Don't watch baseball. Basketball team. <laughs> My guy. I knew yes. I liked you. I knew yes. I liked you. Yes. Yeah, I told you when we were going to have him on. I knew. I knew. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't even watch baseball. I mean, it's straight. I just don't. I've never had a reason to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been around anybody who watched it. Like, none of that. Um, basketball, I don't really have a team. I'm more, I'm honestly more of a just a LeBron fan. Um, I just like watching the game in general. I'm not really a, a team. Hey. And then with football, I'm a, I'm an Oakland fan, like I said. You know, basically mainly because of my dad. That's you. just how I grew up. I feel you. I feel you. You see, you. you see Cliff smiling because he, he uh, <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, guys, Cliff, Cliff and guy. Tony. I love LeBron too, man. I don't know. He, he the king. He the king. Yeah, but, I mean, I always been a fan of him though. So I he, he's very easy to be a fan of. I, I understand. I get. That. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Listen to Mister Kinlaw, man. This this man knows his stuff. He knows his stuff, man. Yeah, I tell you, man. We we we've no, you got to understand, man. We've we've known each other for fifteen years, and yeah. pretty much the entire t- since Tiago saw this man coming into the NBA. I have not heard, I've not gone probably a week without hearing about how great LeBron is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're making me sound like Shannon Sharp, man. (laughs) Oh, snap. But no, okay, okay, cool. So Oakland, LeBron, no baseball. I'm totally cool with all those answers. Um, (laughs) um, Let me me ask you this, though. Um, Speaking of LeBron, you know, LeBron, talked about that being more than an athlete Um, i know you graduated with your degree in sociology right Mm -hmm. so i kind of want to ask you that if if football was not the direction i guess you know if you weren't going in sports what what would you do what what uh is there a career is there a passion that you have outside of a football um i know initially even though i got my degree in sociology initially i was an econ um i had to switch due to um, some things that happened when I transferred and lost credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would want to go kind of back more that direction just because I um, I kind of advocate for, you know, a lot of the, uh, just a lot of the social economic issues that we have. So I kind of a- advocate for that. And it's, it's crazy because I ended up getting a degree in sociology and didn't even want it. <laughs> like that wasn't my initial goal. <laughs> but um, that is kind of like passion. Um, I do enjoy uh, real estate and um, I've been working on getting my real estate license. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be something I would do on like, you know, while I'm playing or whatever, I would, that'd be something on the side that I'd be able to do. Um, and then ultimately after I'm done playing, I would like to, you know, move into being a real estate developer and, you know, just have being able to work on certain projects, especially with the problems that I see, like, even when it comes to the little things, like, um, when it comes to housing, like on campuses, um, every campus is different. I know sometimes on campus housing is like really, really expensive, like unnecessarily expensive. So being able to find a, a medium and like affordable housing for issues like that or um, affordable housing for those that are, um, you know, like that lower um, middle class area, that, that little gray area of people who make too much to get government help. They don't make quite enough to really be self-sufficient. So I kind of advocate for those, for those two things, mainly if I like off the top of my head. That's great, brother. Preach, man. That's a, that's a good thing to get into for sure. Right. And it's so funny, like you saying that you got your sociology degree and you didn't even want it is the most college thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, I mean, I just graduated too, so that's like the most college thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Man, look, when I first got into it, I was like, now I don't want this degree because I really was trying. I was staying in econ, but I couldn't do it because of the the fact that I would I lost credits from transferring. And then when you do that, you have to be at a certain degree completion percentage for the NCAA in order to be eligible to play. So it was yeah. all that going on. Really. And so I had to get the closest thing hey, I could. Yeah, it's a blessing to have a degree, period. You know, I'm sure you'll do great things with that, too. You sound really motivated to do that. 
I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so um, I'm not sure. Well, obviously, you haven't heard the last episode yet, probably. But we talked about um, the top five wide receivers in the NFL. We're not going <laughs> to talk about that, though, right now. I want to know who do you think are the top five <laughs> running backs in the NFL? Oh, okay. All time or, or like... No, no, no. Currently, currently. Definitely. Playing right now. Playing right now. Okay, playing right mm-hmm. now. Um, if, I, if I had to go based off last season, I would have to throw Derrick Henry in there at, probably at number five. Oh, number um, five? What? <laughs> yeah, I might have thrown him in number five. Yeah, I might have thrown him in there at number five. Because, um, I, I mean, I feel like as far as a running back, that offense, that's kind of like the only offense he can run. You know what I mean? I don't know, yeah. man. But I mean, I I feel you. I mean, because yeah. there's not a lot of teams that are running the ball right now, like primarily. Yeah, not the way that he. I think he can only kind of run it the way that the Titans run it. Um, I think if I did like a, as like if you put Alvin Kamara, you can put him in so many different offenses. Saquon, yeah. you can put a multitude of offenses. I have okay. both of them up there. Uh, I still have Todd Gurley in my top five. Wow, I would have, oh. I would have okay. to keep him up because Gurley, he just he had That's one not. little season because of the injury, but I still had to keep him up there. Okay, um, okay, man. I got. I got to think about this. Uh, just number five. Um. So I got. Uh, Only a couple more names. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard because it's almost like you. Uh, it's hard to go off of just last season, or if I want to go in general, because you got guys that like Fournette and, and Dow that have been like back and forth the last two years. Then you know you got Josh yeah. Jacobs kind of coming up and he's making a name for himself. So it's hard to kind of find you know mm-hmm. a true five. But those mm-hmm. are the guys that I've been seeing consistently doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I would like to throw Le'Veon in there. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not holding you on that. Like Le'Veon still got it. It's just he. Yeah, he's, he's been so successful. He's on a team yeah. right now where he has to find his his fit. And mm-hmm. then, if, but I I think because he hasn't been doing it lately, I'd have to put Christian McCaffrey in there instead. Of him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Christian Christian had a heck of a yeah. That's not a bad pick. I, I, that's I not a bad pick at all because it's such a drop off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Must have Le'Veon. He had a good season since what was seventeen. We ain't gonna put you in a position where you have to bash the Jets, man. It's okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for you. Don't worry about it. We got you. <laughs> we know. We all know why Le'Veon didn't. You know, didn't play. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> we, we got you, bro. We got you. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So let's see. We got Derek Henry. Kamara Saquon. Kamara Saquon. Le'Veon. And Le'Veon. No, Gurley. Not- Gurley and C-Mo. Oh, Gurley. Gurley was Gurley. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Oh, no Zeke Elliott love? Mm. I, I, I wanted to put him in there. He's six. But I- <laughs> I ain't a Cowboys fan, man. <laughs> oh, hey, yo! If this, if this whole, if this whole, if this thing don't work out or whatever, bro, and you want to be on a podcast, you hit us up. Other than LeBron <laughs> thing, other than the, the LeBron thing, I'm rocking with you like this whole way. Uh, I would have to, oh, he's been consistent, so I'd have to keep him in there. Yeah. I think that's that's his big calling card for me. He's just been very consistent since he's hit the hit the yeah, league. Exactly. So, if I yeah, played, yeah. If, if I played behind that line, I'd be pretty consistent myself. So that's yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, okay, let's, let's say, I see. Let's, you. Say, <laughs> let's say what it is, guys. Let's say what yeah. it is. <laughs> he might be the, he might be the one in that top five with that good of a line. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Man, man, I didn't expect all the hot takes on the interview. <laughs> right, right, right. I respect man. the girly pick, but as soon as you said girly, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's the hottest it takes. That's you're gonna get that. You're gonna get the ads in the in the uh, in the. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah look, everybody been killing me. Look, I be even uh, with Jameis, people been killing Jameis, they been killing Cam, been killing Todd Gurley. That's like, true. Man. That's true. I'm I'm I personally am responsible for killing. I was about to say I was like that that was you, Tony. (laughs) I've been a Bucks fan my whole life though, so I have the right. Like I've got a Brad Johnson Super Bowl jersey in my closet right now. Like, (laughs) so like I mean I go back, like I go back, back. So it's like that was that was back when my cousin was playing. So I was like, yeah, that's way back. Yeah, like I mean, and it's like the authentic jersey, like the pet. You know, it ain't like a replica I picked up at like you know played against sports. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like I went out there and spent some cash on this thing. But that's what I'm saying, like. I don't, Jameis, man. Sure. I just, hmm, I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard to compare him now because you know Tom Brady, Jameis. Who, who do we want to start? But mm-hmm. you know, but uh, it was hard. It's, it's hard. It's a hard thing when you don't have Tom Brady coming in to say right. that he was the guy or he's not the guy because you're like, yeah, he did really good, but he did really bad, but then he did really good. So I, don't know. I think it's a lot more upside with Jameis than 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 downside. So I, I would, like, honestly, I would probably stick with. Jameis, because of the fact of I don't like if, if you get Tom Brady there, are you ready to win with him right now? You know what I mean? Like as a team, I just like, had this conversation with these two guys. Will happen for two, maybe max three years, maybe you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna be washed. He's not gonna be able to throw a ball further than like thirty-five yards. So and he's getting there now, and it's like yeah. Tom. He's still a good quarterback, and he's like he's always gonna be the goat. But it's at the point where 
is he going to be able to get that ball 70 yards down the field with the O-line that the Bucs have mm-hmm. and get it to, like, are you getting to Mike Evans? Are you going to get it to Chris? Like, are you going to get it to those guys? Or are they going to, you know, force them to run shorter route? And that's why we draft Jalen Hurts in the late second, early third round. Maybe. Maybe. Or somebody jump up and, and decide they want to take him early because he's one of those guys who you don't have no idea where he's probably going to go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, nah, I feel you. Actually, wasn't it you and Caleb who were going back and forth on the comments over Jameis Winston? If I, I think, I think right? that's how I think that's how like we. Oh found, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's how we found Caleb. I think it was that's me, how we I, met. I was like, yeah, I was like, mm, kind of buns, and you're like, no, 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 but he's good. I'm like, mm, but he's kind of buns, like. <laughs> No, like, and I, I like him because he gives his guys a shot. Like a lot of quarterbacks, they ain't gonna throw the ball down the field. Yeah, winning, winning, winning that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna pay too much to him throwing interceptions as long as he winning. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that's true. So, so then, if Jameis had thrown all those picks and the Bucks made the playoffs, would we be? It would be a totally different story. It'd be a different story. It'd be a different story. Interesting. Which is, you know, it, they. It's like if he if he was lose if you losing, then they're gonna blame it on interceptions. If you're winning. Then it's like they're probably gonna try to find something else to blame. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you're winning, you are a gunslinger and a risk taker. Yeah. But if you're losing, then you, you are bad. Judgment. You make it yeah, you make judgment, <laughs> bad decisions, bad yeah. decision making. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to read the defense, whatever. However you want to. Yeah. Look at it. I mean, even when I seen a lot of his uh, a lot of his throws, you know, something he necessarily can't read them. I think he just he he might take too many chances, and I think yeah, that's because Agreed. he has those gifted receivers. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I I like that he takes chances, but yeah, sometimes he does. Take too many chances. I agree. Well, my thing is like again, as a Bucks fan, like I'm emotionally tied to this, you know. So when you watch enough Bucks games and you're like, oh man, we got a shot to be in this, even though we've already thrown two interceptions, mm-hmm. it's like two minute drill. We're on like the you know our own forty yard line, sixty yards to go. Got to score. You know, we're down by five, so we got to score a touchdown. You're like, all right, we're still in this, and we got we got we got the weapons to go down there and just score instantly. And then he throws exactly. a pick, and you're just like, "Come on, bro!" Like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's worse." And then, and then it happens like seven times. Like, yeah, "Oh, killing him, yeah. yeah." That's that's yeah. the thing. So it like leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I'm not saying he's. I mean, he's a, he's the was the leader in the league for yardage last year, and you know what? Yeah, second, touchdown, right? Second in touchdowns. So yeah, yeah. only behind uh J- Lamar Jackson, and it's like. He's nice, but it's just like you just like. I want Jameis in LA so bad. I want him to be like. I want the Chargers either get him or Cam so bad because I think Jameis will actually he'll help Mike Williams and and Keenan because they need somebody like kind of like in the field kind of situation where at least like he's going to give them a shot to get the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I think I think the era of the of the safe quarterback is it's getting slow for that. Like I mean, I think another thing that hurt Jameis a lot because they didn't have a solid running game. So it's almost yes. like you're, you're, you're going to yeah. be you're going to be more prepared for the pass when you're not as worried about a running game. Exactly. Jason yeah. Light, you got to you got to draft my boy Caleb Kinlaw, bro. We <laughs> That's it. Look, look at his numbers, man. Look he's a one it. cup. He's a one cut back. He doesn't dance yeah. in the backfield like Rojo, man. Come on, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, my homeboy that used to play with me at Wisconsin is the uh, Dari Ogunbowale. Yeah, Ogunbowale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he needs to, Probably the best third down running back in the league right now. That that's his niche. Yeah, that's him. Like his his pass protections and his ability to catch the ball in the backfield and make people miss in open space. Yeah. Ridiculous. He doesn't that's get that. he, he doesn't get as much love as he needs. You're right. They just gotta get that and once they get that handled, they'll be straight. Because they're gonna have to do something with that if you get Tom Ready back there too. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gotta take pressure off Tom because Tom's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> where's the lie where's the lie my guys <laughs> I mean 42 years old if he's going to be taking beatings like Jameis did last year legit he's not making it through the season yeah because I think he got sacked the most uh, in the league too mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see if we'll see if they get a line and you know draft some other pieces man it'd be cool to see Caleb in Tampa I'm not going to lie man that would be, <laughs> we, 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 we love it man we would hit you up look again. out for you We'd, be, we'd hit you up again for another interview. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be cool. Look, I, wherever I can go, I'm perfectly fine. Well, look, bro, I, wish, I wish the best to you, bro. It sounds like you sound like a real solid dude. Right. We're looking for you. You got, you got well, three of us here. We rooting for you, bro. I'm looking for you. <laughs> I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get a jersey done, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. For sure. For sure.
Kayla, we appreciate it, man. It was uh, it was a pleasure having you um, with us on the show. We hope we could do it again, man. So, uh, but keep training, keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, stay safe, you know, with this whole virus and everything going on. Wish you the best to you and your family. Um, the NFL draft, Thursday, April 23rd through April 25th. So, uh, wish you nothing but the best, Caleb. Thanks for being on with us. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Y'all stay blessed. Thanks you, man. Um, man, he he was he was cool, man. Caleb, Caleb is cool people. I'm, I'm rooting for him. Yes, sir. Absolutely, I'm man. Gonna look out oh, for him for real. Always welcome to come back. Oh, for sure, for sure, absolutely, man. Love his perspective, love his takes, and um, hopefully, man, we 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 get to see him on a NFL football field um, near you at some point. So that would that would be hopefully fantastic. near, hopefully near us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully near hopefully us. so. Hopefully so. <laughs> hey, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers red would look real good. Yeah. Look real good. You know, I mean, we already see them in South, South Carolina with that. I mean, what, what are their colors? Like the red, red, red and black. Yeah, red and black, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not like a red, red, burgundy, maybe. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't here to talk colors. I ain't here to talk colors. You know, it's Ooh. funny, though. You know, it's funny because we were kind of getting into it with Caleb um, on that uh, A.B. Julio um, chat. Uh, the drama that's going on. I mean, before we actually even get to the nitty gritty, man, what what's wrong with AB, man? Like, why, why, what, what, why did what he? What do you mean? What's happening right now? What do you mean? Why did he have to? Like, who asked him, bro? Yeah, they were like, on IG what? Live, bro. Okay, so you got to respond to everything on IG Live, bro, guys. Guys, they are athletes, bro. We're competitors. I think I'm the best at everything. Yes, I have to respond. Tell Julio to look up the stats. I got more touchdowns than Julio Jones had in the past five years, and I took a year off. Is that how he's going to describe it? Took a year off? <laughs> like, was that an option? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> that PR, that PR team was working extra. They'd be like, just say you took a year off. Took a year. I didn't know that that's what he was doing. Was he yeah, like yeah, feeding bro. the homeless? Like, what was he doing? <laughs> that, that Ricky Williams retirement plan. Seriously. Okay. Well, I guess this goes without saying, but who's. Is he right here? I mean, who's better, Julio or, or AB? All right, Cliff, go first because we all know your answer. Oh, well, yeah, to me, it's not even really a question. Honestly, it's, it's definitely Antonio Brown. But then again, I do respect those who, who are believers in Julio. And for, you know, the thing. I respect everything Julio can do as an athlete and as a player and for how he's, in a sense, kind of revolutionized the receiver position for our generation. But at the same time, I believe AB did the same thing. And, um, I mean, he's undeniable. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I, I get how some people could go towards that side with, with Julio. I really do understand it, but I'm looking at the production, bro. Like I, it's hard for me to deny it. It really is. It really is. Who's better, Evan Ingram or Robert Gronkowski? Rob, all day. Gronkowski. But I mean, like, what, but what about catching passes, you know, burning up the defense, making a long ball? Evan, Evan Ingram's more athletic. But Let's talk about Evan Ingram. Let's talk about Evan, Evan Ingram, Zach Ertz. Let's, say, let's talk about that. Let's, let's not me. Let, let me not put like a future Hall of Famer in there. So like Zach Ertz, Evan Ingram, who's better? Zach Ertz is more productive, but Evan Ingram's a better talent. It's, it kind of depends on the offense too. Like I think if yeah. you put Ingram in Philly, he would be. I, I mean, I see. What you, I I think I see what you're trying to say. Oh, I yeah. know what you're trying not to say. So what, you're, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they both play the same position, but they do so in a completely different way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing with with Julio and AB. So. You know, I've made the argument with AB before. I'm not an AB hater, guys. Like, I actually, you can't, you can't, like, I, Contrary I'm not a huge fan of his personality. Belief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I throw all the shade on this. Y'all know that. But, like, AB, probably some of the best footwork we've seen since Jerry Rice. Like, that's not, that's not an overstatement. Mm. He's probably the best under six foot uh, wide receiver that I've ever seen, period. Um, but he also has Big Ben, who really, really good quarterback, throwing to him the whole time. You know, he also has Le'Veon Bell, who makes it so that way it's a little bit harder to double team him on the outside with the safety because they have to also protect the run. There, you can say he's a product of his environment. Julio, on the other hand, is consistently productive every single year, no matter what. And if you say it's because Matt Ryan is MVP caliber, you are dang lying. <laughs> Matty Ice, that's the next argument. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, I mean, y'all know I'm not like crazy about Matt Ryan, 
but at the same time, I'm also not like crazy about Big Ben. Like I think like we're kind of oh, like Big Ben is is a good quarterback. Okay, he is but, a good but come on now, who's better? If you say Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, just, Ryan just leave now. No, I would okay. no, 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 I would never say that. But let's not act like he's Aaron Rodgers. Like he's 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 Big Ben. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, but no, I, no, I don't, I, I don't think that's he's my point. anyone over the top. Like he's he's but, a good quarterback. But his but his his abilities his abilities make the receivers better. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. What, and, and, well, be, be specific though. Like, like, tell me. Did Did Juju not play better last year? Juju. Ben, well, Juju. Juju well, I mean, he, he was, didn't play well, Juju. Juju so, that's I mean, a different conversation. But like Big Ben, like he he keeps plays alive. Not, like he. I meant two years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Big Ben, like yeah, he elevates those receivers. I'm not saying that he's the reason AB well, was whatever. And, that's not what I'm saying. No disrespect to Juju just yet, because I know Juju. I, I like Juju a lot, but I gotta wait and see how he what his production is without AB on the field. I'm still yeah. waiting. And he was injured, injured to be I'll, honest. I'll take that. Yeah, he was injured. No, well, no. And well, Big Ben was injured. He didn't have a yeah. last year, so yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. hold that on him. But like, I want to wait. Like, let's hold off. He had a, he had a Hall of Famer on the field with him. Let's let's see what he does as as number one. Yeah, but see, I could say that same argument with AB. Because is Levy almost still on the same field with him? Mm-hmm. You know, the best, and, and, run, and, the yeah, second right. best receiver on the he team. Was the, he was, yes, at that time, he was the best running back. They had the best offensive football. Absolutely. But, and he goes but to the, the thing he is, has a goat throw him a touchdown. So, I mean, we still haven't seen. We still haven't seen AB with a quarterback who's not going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, field. like, you know, let's see him yeah, with but, Nick Okay, Foles, but then, but how, but how, how bad is Matt Ryan? Like, how, what are we, like, are we saying that Julio's getting the edge here because, like, Matt Ryan's been a pro bowler. He's been all pro. He's been an MVP. He's had a good career. Most would say he's had a good okay, career. Okay, okay. Look, 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 I'll use your argument but against who else you, though. There? Who, why, why does Hop get the edge? Why do we always say DeAndre Hopkins gets the edge? Why? Because he get, he catches it from no matter well, who's he plays throwing. from anybody. He's any quarterback. So you look at Julio. So that gives Julio the edge? Yeah. Like, why would it not? I think because he's, he's been I think playing with Tiago, Matt Ryan the entire time. I think what Tiago's saying is, is that that if, if you compare quarterbacks, Big Ben is better than Matt Ryan. And, so I that gives, and, and I agree with that, but I don't think that gap is as substantial as y'all are making it. No, 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 no. But I think that gives Julio like a one up in that category. Like if we're looking at yeah. it, like like if you're looking at it like a category, like a bar graph or like sati- like not statistics. But to me, that's like splitting a, hairs. To me, that's splitting hairs. Isn't that what we do here? I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. But okay, in, in that run, in that run, even though even though as a as a collective, we aren't like the biggest of Matt Ryan fans, like he's st- like he still did win the MVP. I don't how many MVPs did Big Ben win while A B was receiver? This yeah, is going that's, the same guy who's just bashed <laughs> Kyle Shanahan for like four episodes straight about well, how that, he's but how he's getting do his regular a regular season. Kyle Shanahan is elite in the regular yeah. season. Kyle Shanahan is elite. Well, let me let me just. Well, wait, gonna, but what did I say that was wrong just now? Like, honestly, <laughs> answer that. Look, in, I really want y'all in to answer terms that. Of, in terms of okay, look, in terms of who's better, who's the better athlete, and who's quote unquote the better receiver. I mean. To, to me, it is Julio. To me, it is Julio. But who would you take? I think that that's a different question because then you look at, you know, it's like our good guest, you know, Caleb just said, you know, uh, from his perspective, you look at AB, you could scheme AB anywhere. You know, I'm 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 not saying that you can't do the same thing with Julio, but it feels like it would be a lot more difficult. But with Julio, like you don't even you don't have to scheme him. It's like Calvin Johnson, like the ball is going to get there and he's going to catch it. Like it doesn't matter. Like he can look at the corner and say, Hey, it's coming to me and he'll get it. Like there's, you can't stop him. Okay. Can I, can I interrupt both y'all real quick? Go ahead. Yep. Cause you know, you know, we're numbers guys, Cliff. Go ahead. Okay. So I want, I'm just going to rattle off some, some quick numbers. 2019 regular season receiving stats. Mike Thomas is number one. We all know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is number two? 2019, Devontae. so obviously AB is not one. Devontae but, Parker, I think? No. Nope. And yardage is Julio Jones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, AB didn't play, so we can't really compare that season. Right. So let's go back to uh, 2018. Guess who was number one? Oh, it was probably Julio. Julio. Yeah. Julio Jones. Okay. He had like three touchdowns. Guess where year, Antonio right? Brown was? Or something like that. He played one less game than Antonio Brown played one less game than Julio, mm-hmm. but was. 300 yards shy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Now he had 15 touchdowns and Julio Jones only had eight. Oh, okay. That was eight touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, okay. So let's go back to 2017. Okay. Who is number one? 2017. Julio. I mean, I, I'm assuming these are all Julio because you're asking. No. Very rhetorical. No. no 
Maybe. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guess who number two was? Probably Julio. Julio Jones mm-hmm. by less than 100 yards. Okay. If we go back to 2016, Julio, second. Antonio Brown, fifth. Mm. So, like, I mean, we can make the argument that Antonio Brown is the GOAT and da da da. Yeah, he scores more touchdowns. But. I don't really care about touchdowns from a receiver because what if what if the run there if he gets you to the five yard line you're not sitting here chucking jump balls to the man you're sitting there you're running the ball like so just because he doesn't get the credit for the touchdown if he's getting he's averaging right now like anywhere between thirteen and seventeen hundred yards a season and yes Antonio Brown is right there with him but he definitely is not as high like Julio Jones has been no less than second in the league in receiving yards for five straight years. That's impressive, man. Look, you know how I feel about five straight years. You know how I feel about numbers. I like it. Like you cannot deny that this man is better. Period. Like no, I can, but I understand. I I get your your sentiment. I do get it. AB is phenomenal, (laughs) but I mean, I personally, at this point, like I said, whenever we discuss like you know like special like specific positions like this it's going to come down to preference depending on what what you want in your receiver i want production i'm not taking i'm and i to me well how are you going to pay production and you're you're saying julio Mm. because he gets more yards every single year yeah julio will get more production y'all so julio's julio's gonna get more production than ab yeah, yeah, bro. Okay. I just read you the numbers. You, what are you talking you about? Them, if you put them in the same circumstance or in the same situation, yes, that's not a question. So, but so since not in the same 20, so since since 2010, how is AB first in receptions, receiving yards, receiving first downs, and touchdowns? Did you not just hear what I said? But, he was in a bad Julio, situation. I don't understand what what we're trying to say. And don't you, tell me Matt Ryan. But, but no, but but, but Tony's talk, talk, talking to me about production, and, then he's and I said in the last five Julio. years. And in the last five years, it's been Julio. Exactly. So we're just going to discount the first five? That's not what we're saying. Are we talking about right now or are we talking about 10 years but, ago? But, but, it, but, but what are we talking but about? I, we're talking about what AB said. AB said, check the numbers. Yeah. And what did he say? He's the best receiver in the game. Yeah. No, no. What did, Tiago, read the whole quote. He said, I'm the best receiver in the game. Tell Julio to look up the stats. That's what he said. What's the I rest? Got more touchdowns. In the la- in, I got more touchdowns than in Julio what? had in the past five years. And I took a year off. Five years. And I took a year off. But Julio destroys him in yardage in the past five years. So, yeah, congratulations. You have more touchdowns. Okay? And I get the touchdowns when you games. I'm not saying anything about that. But I'm saying if Julio is the reason that you march down the field and you guys can then uh, run the football in or somebody else get, catches a touchdown, that's still Julio's accomplishment. So, no, but like on a serious question, though, like um, going back to what y'all are saying about the offensive situation. So, okay, Julio is leading AB in, in yards. Like I see you bringing that up. But then, but you are also pointing out that he's playing with the best running back in football. And then the year after that, uh, Juju was a pro bowler. So it's like, okay, he's, he might not have the yards because of, like, you, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, I but understand. Then I can turn around, but that's, that's just, okay. So you just helped my argument even more because if Juju is a pro bowler, that means you can't double A B because then Juju's cooking you. You're telling me Muhammad Sanu is the same level? Like Yeah, but we can't use that because A B was doing it without no, 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 Juju. No, 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 no. You were just using that. You just I know I understand what I just said. I said it because you're you're making that point right now for just yardage. But I'm like, well, there's other people who could move the ball. Moving the okay, yardage yeah. is the second most important statistic in football. You got to move the chains, bro. Behind points scored. But the thing is, is points are scored as a team. Yardage is accomplished as an individual. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because if 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 Julio runs, you know, if they get, have the ball at the one-yard line and they chuck it up and he runs out of gas at the, at the, one, the opposite one-yard line, he just got 98 yards, but he didn't get a touchdown. But then they hand the ball to, uh, well, this year it'd be Todd Gurley, but they hand the ball off to Devonta Freeman. Mm-hmm. And he just jumps over the pile. Guess what? Julio doesn't get a touchdown, but they're there because of him. Yeah, he got him. He got them there. So it seems like we're going to do a, a tape segment where we're just looking at how they got these touchdowns. That's what we're going to have to do. I'm at this just, point. If we're looking at tape. <laughs> I mean, like, well, how do we know how he scored all 75 of those touchdowns? Are we all saying that that's how it happened? All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that, look, Julio, what's Julio, what's, what's Julio's nickname? Any of y'all know what his nickname is? Jet Jones. Well, the other one. 
I thought it was just who. Oh no! Oh, it was his. It was his nickname back in the day. Uh, it was his old like high school nickname or whatever. Y'all know what it was? You're killing. I don't know, bro. No. Oh no, I've heard this, but I can't remember what it is now. His old high school nickname was Waffle House. You wanna know why? Because he's always always open. open. That's it. That's it. End of story. You're always gonna get production out of Julio Jones, no matter what, no matter what situation. Fred Fred X, man. That's it. So I'm actually was was Tiago just saying? Wasn't he just saying that AB was the? I'm confused right here. What's Don't going on here? Wrong. I, I, I love him, AB. I him wrong. I love AB. No, I'm just saying crazy. when AB is saying I'm better than I'm, Julio in, in that circumstance. I mean, this has been an ongoing know. argument for like four years. But it I hasn't. told you. I would, and, that's I would, what I'm saying. Every, I would take AB. And everyone that he, I've heard, it all comes down to what you prefer. I would take AB. If Antonio. If Anto- okay. All right. So since 2000, let's see. What is this? 2011. Because J- Julio Jones started his rookie year was 2011. Okay, so yep. since 2011, actually, you know what? We'll go. We'll go 2010 because Julio has 2019 and Antonio Brown will have 2010. So that's fair, right? Yeah. They both didn't play a season. Okay. Antonio Brown has played a total of five more games. Okay. So let's start at 2010 because Julio Jones came into the league at 2011, but he also played for all of 2019. So that will be equal seasons that these two guys played. So. Uh, Antonio Brown started five more, or excuse me, played in five more games, but he started 19 less, or excuse me, 21 less games. Um, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is winning in receptions. Okay. Since entering the league, uh, since Antonio Brown in the league in 2010, uh, Julio Jones leads him by 900 yards. Mm-hmm. His yards per reception are two yards higher at 15.2 versus AB's 13.4. Now, this is the kicker. Antonio Brown has 75 touchdowns. Julio Jones has 57 touchdowns. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can make that argument. But when it comes down to it, Julio Jones, 96.2 yards per game. Antonio Brown, 86. Mm-hmm. When you want to talk about it, bro, like it's, 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 you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. We are splitting hairs here because let's face it. Both like, I mean, it's going, super splitting hairs. At this they're point. going to the Hall of Fame. So how are oh, you yeah. going to say one's better than the other? Like I said, it has, it's, it's preference at this point. It's just which do you prefer? More? No, it's not preference. It's I'm going with a guy who's got a thousand yards more in the same period of time. That's what I'm doing. I'm, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the guy that's a weapon everywhere. No matter what, like wherever he's at, I'm just, I gotta take. That's just me. But you can say the same thing for that's Julio. Just me. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like, oh man, I would. <laughs> I just I mean, think like, it's funny. So, I mean, t- Antonio Brown didn't say that he was better. He said, I have more touchdowns than you did in the last five years, and I took a year off. Yeah, you're talking about production. But Julio Jones, but Julio Jones consistently is better than him in yardage. And that, to me, like I said, to me, that's almost like a slap in the face. Like, it's not a fair comparison because... I mean, I understand that. I get that. Because one of these guys is moving the ball, but maybe maybe they're like, all right, we don't. That we know they're going to triple-team Julio for the jump ball in the end zone, and we're on the five-yard line, so we're not even going to throw it to him. Yeah. You see what I'm I guess saying? Like, like, I guess, like, for me... I just like I appreciate just like what Tony said earlier. Tony he says that Antonio Brown is the best receiver he's ever seen, six foot or under. And then the yeah. fact that he's like a six round pick, like I, I just, just it's just so many reasons to me that like I he's a like Tom, Julio, he's a Tom Julio Brady came of, into this league and we expected Julio to be what Julio is right now. Look, he Tom Brady is a wide receiver, except like not crazy. Like, yes, he's it. Tom Brady is a wide receiver. Exactly. I get it. It's it's amazing. I'm just saying like it's just it's it's tough. That's that's all I'm saying. But we're just saying we're just saying you're wrong. But, I mean, <laughs> he's still good. I mean, like honestly, like I mean, I guess I don't even like when people when you pick Julio. Like I understand why you pick Julio. I completely get it. Like he's a beast. He's one of the, like I I haven't seen anyone else like Julio. But if to me, I haven't seen anyone else like AB either. So it's just you just pick who you like. I yeah. for me personally, I just prefer AB. And that's no slight to to that guy in Atlanta because he's done it big time his entire career. Like it's like. So if you have to, if you, if you're, if you are, if you're doing an NFL fantasy draft, picking both these guys in their prime and you AB. have to have a wide receiver. AB. See, I'm picking a, a, I'm is PPR. I'm picking AB. Wait, no, wait, we're not, we're we're not, not talking about fantasy. Not fantasy. <laughs> not, not like I thought you were saying fantasy football. I'm like, that's not even a question. Yeah, he said overall. No, not fantasy football. I'm saying like, if you are a GM of an NFL team and you know where both of these guys are going to end up in their career, uh-huh. who do you take? I mean, so flip a coin. What does it matter? I mean, it, obviously, it matters to you. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm asking. Like, does it? I, I'm like, does it matter? Like, well, I mean, they both play such a different. They both play such a different style. So for so me, then, like, so then my question to you is, what's my offense? Like, how's my offense? Being but played? that's where it goes back to my me talking about situation and scheme. Like, it's just look, we're we're comparing apples to oranges here. Um, 
but if I no, the problem is we're comparing apples to apples, but they're both really nice apples. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, oh that's super that's good. That's the good one. Trademark. That's going on some that's t-shirts. Like, can we get that on a shirt? That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Man, look. Either way, I mean, it's interesting. You know, we should we should we should send that on uh, on IG. We'll see what we'll see what the people think. Maybe stay tuned for that. We'll see what happens there. I mean, look, I'm I'm good either way. I just think AB AB has been saying some outlandish things lately. Um, and I don't know. You flip flopping right now. We're gonna have to let you rock. I don't know what you're doing. He's he's no, he's, I, he's he he is. Hold on, hold he's on. He's on shaky ground right now. We're gonna let him yeah, cook yeah, away. Yeah. Tiago's like, but I mean like Julio, but I mean like Antonio Brown. Yeah, no, no. You the one that said it's but on anyway. preference. You the one with the political answer. Don't come at me. Clay. I know, but I, <laughs> I, I said it though. I said Don't that come though. Come at me. Oh, I, but I said it. I said it's preference. And I agree with you. And Tony, I said it's I said it's preference, and then I told you my preference. Did I not? That's your prerogative. You feel me? Uh, that's you me? Which side? Which side you stand nah, on? That's all see, you know about politics. All I'll say is this: <laughs> and, and t- Antonio Brown is Levar Ball of the NFL. Like that's just he nah, just that's disrespectful. Except that's he's no, no, no. He's just talking. With yeah, except he's good. <laughs> except he's good. Except he can he can mostly back up what he says. But like the things that he says are just so off, like outlandish. Like why are you talking right now? You, bro, you're unemployed. Like, yeah, why bro, are you, you don't talking? Have a job. Like, stop. Like, and I love like on the IG live. It was when he was showing off all of his Steelers jerseys, and I was like, bro, you might want to start selling those. Yeah, for real, for real. I don't know, man. I, I, I no comment. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly hope he bounces back. He's unemployed. You can't have a comment. I mean, that's facts. I mean, no, that, no that's comment. not a preference. He's unemployed. Look, I mean, shoot, if he keeps this up, me and AB about to have same number of touchdowns next year. But Ooh. I mean, I hope he bounces back though. I, I, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be able to catch kidding. first, bro. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, yikes. <laughs> uh, we out here well, taking shots. <laughs> well, while we're on the subject of saying outlandish things, it's time for quotes. You said. You said. You said. You said. You said. What? What? Whoa. What? All right, guys. So we're keeping all things NFL this this week, and I'm, I'm really about it. So I'll give you a hint. I got one quote from back in the day, and I got one quote from present time. I'm not going to tell you which is which, but. That's the only hint y'all get. And obviously it's football related. Oh, right? gosh. So here, here we, go. we go. Here we go. First quote. I think he's a baller. I think he's a dog too. Just watch him play. He's a dog. End of quote. What? This could be about anybody. Is this something that like me and Cliff said last week on the podcast? <laughs> Are y'all on like, the Is NFL? there any correlation <laughs> to anything else that I could pull from possibly to even... Is in the NFL. Read the quote one more time. It's super out. Like it's mad broad. I think he's a baller. I think he's a dog too. Just watch him play. He's a dog. End of quote. They're talking about. I feel like they're talking about like Joe Burrow. Like that's, I don't know why, but like I just got this like vibe. I don't know who's saying it though. So like, he's got to be talking about somebody who people obviously don't believe he's a dog. So you know maybe that helps you out a little bit. Um. Maybe somebody who gets uh, shaved. Maybe somebody who had gotten. I know shaved. who he's talking about. I just don't know who is talking. All right. So tell me who he's talking about. Because... He's probably talking about Cam. Okay. Final oh, hint. Yeah. This person, past or present, is talking about a quarterback. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's probably talking about Cam. Oh, man. So much dead air right <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, gosh. Um, he's a dog. Uh, that's like some like oh man I don't know is it a can you just tell me okay so did, who's it's a player like, talking about a player what okay it's a player talking about a player that's what like, like what position is the person who said this I can't uh, tell you that. Da, 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 da. He just <laughs> a player talking about a he player said I can't say I said it's a player talking about uh, a player not like not right, like what position, position he played. I don't no no I didn't, I didn't mean I just meant like was it a GM an owner like no, that's I what said I'm it's a player uh, it's a player yeah yeah well you said that now I'm gonna say um, it's Tyran Matthew talking about Cam Newton. That's a good one. I was thinking Thomas Davis. That's not bad. That's not bad. Talking about Cam. Dang, that is not bad. You both be wrong, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is Stephon Diggs talking about his dog, Josh Allen, and how they're going to take the Oh, man, you know what's funny is I totally... I totally saw that the other day. And I, now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember seeing that quote. I mean, he's, he's got confidence in him. Or maybe that's just Stefan talking because he's happy to be out of Minnesota. But no, nah, man, I, I, they're going to be they're going to be the truth. Like people sleeping. 
People sleeping on Josh Allen. Josh Allen balled last so year. So real quick, you think they take the AFC East? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. They they won this. They they won the division this year. The Dolphins are taking the AFC East. Mm, all right. You can have all the talent. We we saw a couple years ago that you can have all the talent in the world on the Dolphins, and they still. I suck. know Brian mm. Flores is the truth, man. I, I mean, man, they may have the best. They may have the best corners in the league right now, and no Tom Brady. They had the best defensive line. They had the best defensive line like three years ago. And they had Kenyon Drake in the backfield. And they had Devontae Parker. In the, and they had Jarvis it was, Landry. It was just bad vibes, and you know? They couldn't win okay, six Okay, who was the coach, though? Mm. Who was the coach? The saying, worst man, coach it's, in it's, NFL history. How many, That's not an understatement. <laughs> Adam Gase how often do awful. we? How often do we... Chip Kelly pretty, it sucks pretty bad. But, <laughs> Let me uh, just throw in some Chip Kelly eight real quick. <laughs> Chip <laughs> Kelly's like, what I do to you, man? What I, <laughs> um... I, I think it's an organizational thing. I don't think it's Brian Flores. I think Brian I think he's a great, great coach. coach. I, I think I just he think can turn it around. I think I think that organization as a whole as a whole can't figure All out. All it takes is one person to change the organization, though. Yeah. Tell that to the Brown. <laughs> they were like, Baker's gonna change. I will say this Baker Baker Mayfield's the winningest quarterback for the Browns in the last like 15, 20 years. All right, by default. All I'm saying is <laughs> <laughs> But there's nah. steps. Like there's steps. Like I'm saying, like he's he's improving, like you see what I'm saying? Like you can't be like, oh, we're going to go win a Super Bowl after you won two games the previous year. Like, it just doesn't happen that way. So it's like steps will be made, but I don't see I don't I don't see the Dolphins doing it like this year. But I see them like probably in the next like two, three, four years. If they hang with Brian Flores, sure. But they're not going to like learn how to win overnight. That's the same thing with the Browns this year. The Browns started winning, but they don't know how to be six. They don't know how to beat the good teams. Yeah. It's not going to be difficult to win the AFC East, though. That's all I'm saying. The Bills are good, bro. The Bills are, dude, the Bills are really good. I get it. They've been good this year. Let's see what happens next year. Uh, I mean, okay. all right. Uh, all I'm saying is it is it is not that difficult to win the AFC East. That's all I'm saying. He said it's easy. The You're Dolphins could lose to the Bills, but they could still win said, the AFC East. Tony, he said That's it's easy. Saying. I don't know if it's easy. I'm just saying it's not difficult. Not this year. He said, I'm not saying bill, it's I'm not saying, easy. So, but if they, but I'm saying it's not difficult. <laughs> I'm crying, bro. What is he talking about? You said I'm Barack. So. If you say the, <laughs> if you say the Dolphins lose to the Bills, just I love how this like quote section just totally got like a total spin. But uh, like if you say the Dolphins lose to the Bills because the Bills are actually good, that means the Bills aren't losing to anybody in their division. So that's a free six games that they're getting. They're winning six games in their division already. So they win four more and they win their division like easy. Not even four more, like three more. They go nine and seven. They win their division. Boom. Yeah, the bills. The bills are good enough that. The, <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? Dead, bro. He, he said, said boom. boom. All I'm saying is, it's, it is boom. not that difficult to win the AFC East. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's difficult. Why it's, can't the Dolphins do it? Because they have to go through the Bills. Like, what are you not listening to me right now? Like, so who's the better potential quarterback though? We about to have we about to have Kyler V two. What? Dolphins. Who Tua? What did Tua? you just yeah. say? No. I know you ain't you ain't just hanging your hopes and dreams on the Dolphins making the no, playoffs. No, no, say it again. Say what? Say what you just said you, again. You got you got you Tua, said Kyler two point. Oh you my got, goodness! Don't ever look, disrespect. You got Tua. You got Devontae Parker. You got uh, that Gasecki. You got a, a defense that is ready to rock. Look, there is no reason why the Dolphins can't. I can give you about ten of them. Except they play. Except they play the Browns twice or the Browns, the Bills twice a year. And the right, bi- so bro, Bill's mafia is now the people to fear. Like, I, yes, nah, I'm just, no, yes, no, yes. No, don't, work that way. <laughs> don't work that way. They have one good season. It don't work that way. That's all it all takes. Right. And you build off. Well, that? Look, y'all just remember that. Y'all remember. No, I remember. I I'm going to don't remember even, you disrespecting but, <laughs> rookie of the year right now. Don't don't remember this because it's pointless. No, remember he, it. Tiago's dead it. wrong. Ooh, all right. Hold on real quick. I want to I want to give a quick shout out real quick. Hold on. Hold on. OK. Uh, one of our Instagram followers, uh, he's one of, he's one of our, you know, he's been with us since day one, uh, Greg Bat, the legend. All right. Yeah. That's our guy, man. That's our guy. Hopefully you hear this. You hear the shout out, you know, he said something the other day on the, on the IG that he agrees with Tiago more than anybody else. Typically on this podcast, that's scary. my and boy, I, my I boy. just want you, I just want you to rock with him right now when he says that the dolphins are going to win that division. <laughs> Hey, I want you. Put, to, I want no bats. Bats. <laughs> you you got to ride with your boy. You done said it. I just want you to hey, know. Hey, no, don't put Greg out there <laughs> like hey, man. that. Look, Greg, don't worry about it. I, I'll take. I'll take all the lumps for you. But if I'm right, 
<laughs> we rocking. We rocking. Give it time. Give it time. I'm telling you, when this Corona thing blows over, y'all going to see. Oh, man. <laughs> y'all going to see. Well, look, we're going to keep saying uh, outlandish things here because we got a second quote. So, again, past to present, which obviously by default, y'all should know which one this is from now. But we got the NFL draft coming up. So here's a quote. I'll be gone before oh, your pick Deion. comes up. Deion, oh, Deion Sanders. See y'all later. Prime time. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> Prime time. That is the most goat-like response I've ever heard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be gone before you get a chance to pick me. That's yeah, legendary. Lying, though. Oof. He was dead serious. No. Don't eat. No, nope, was no, not lying. The Giants were hoping, though. The Giants were like, come on, come on, drop. And they're like, that's not going to happen. I know it's like kind of a crazy question. Where where, where he at all time? I'm sorry? Ooh. All time, everybody. Um, oh. no, uh, like everybody, like corners? No, he's on all time. No, like all players, all time. I'm not going to answer that because that's going to be dangerous because I, I don't have enough information to answer that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, but what what's your preference? What's your preference? What's your uh, preference? Well, I mean, my preference is that he's the best cornerback <laughs> in NFL history, but we'll go with that. I'll leave it at no, that. No, that's... And, uh, I don't think anybody's going to argue. Oh, that. yeah, but I'm not answering no. what he just asked me. That's just not going to happen. Like, all-time players. There's like, too there's, many. This isn't like basketball. Too many. Well, it's not like basketball. Basketball, like, everybody can do the same job in basketball. Like, maybe... Like, there's players that do it better than others, for sure. But, like, every player should be able to shoot, whether it's from a 35-foot or a 3-foot, Every player should be able to dribble at least one time, unless you're Clay Thompson. Um, every player should at least have like some IQ on defense. Like you know what I mean? Like every player can. That's why there's is a such thing as positionless basketball. There's never going to be a such thing as positionless football. Like there's just ever agreed. <laughs> no, I think that when they look at football, because when you look at you know different players and stuff like that, that they look at impact. You know, because that's why when you know, you know, not to belabor the Tom Brady point, but Tom Brady's known as goat because of impact, because of the six rings. Not necessarily the skill portion of it. Not saying he's unskilled or anything. Everybody in New England and Tampa, calm down. I'm just saying that, you know, we we look at the impact. Um, I will say this. A couple years ago on a top 100 list, Dion was at 34 all time. So that's not just too many. It's too many years of football, bro. It's just too many years. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just too many different positions. Like, facts. I could put 10, maybe 15 quarterbacks that are more what's the term that you just used Tiago yeah impactful impactful. that's yeah like you can name like 10 15 quarterbacks because they're the ones that hold the ball in their hand every time that's interesting but you know and then same like I can name like three or four running backs for the same reason like I'm not putting Deion Sanders above like LaDainian Tomlinson as far as like who's gonna carry the game like yeah Yeah. like it's it's, I mean, and that might be hot. Oof. Honestly, that might yeah. be hot. But Oof. it's just one of those things where it's like it's easy to see an offensive. It's easy to see an offensive guy carry a game. It's really hard to see a defensive guy like carry a game. And it could be done. Well, we've been watching it, Aaron Donald, bro. Yeah, bro. I was talking about just, just yeah, yeah, Aaron Donald, and I was thinking Super Bowl Fifty, uh, Von Miller, Von Miller, carried. JJ Watt, like those defensive guys carry games. But like, yeah, they all are defensive player uh, of the year for Mack. a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kelly O'Mac, he's another one, yeah. But it's hard to see. It's very far and few between. Like, how many times more so do we say, like, oh, Patrick Mahomes? Or, you know, I can pretty much name anybody on uh, the Kansas City offense because it's ridiculous. Even, even too, like, like through through the years, like, it's so hard to do a list like that because through the years, the game changes so much. There's so many different rules. There's so many, like, there's so many things that players can do now that they can't do or there wasn't a, um, a way for them to do before. It's like how passing is a lot yeah. easier now because of the rule changes yeah. and then the run game. I mean, like OJ Simpson would have mm-hmm. the rushing record if he played three more games because they played a shorter season. So like, it's just so many things that like, that's just, that's a setup question. Like I can't, you can't answer that. This is not a, Yo, Cliff, you got to stop referencing OJ Simpson. Like, you do it way too what? much. What, bro? Like, bro, I mean, I'm, let's, let's, let's separate the, the person from what he, like, I'm talking about the football player. Like, bro, <laughs> the football player, OJ Simpson, is elite. Like, are we not going to talk about that? I mean, like, am I capping? Like, am I lying? Real fast, real fast. This is the same, Tiago's the same guy who, who if uh, referenced Aaron Hernandez yes, as Aaron someone Hernandez. that Bill Belichick yeah. could change. Whoa. Like, yeah, you're done. You're done. That was don't take my words out of context. <laughs> what? Okay. <Whoa. laughs> to be to be fair, hold on, hold on. To be fair, I think 
Cliff, I think you and the you and I are the only ones that know that because we cut that. Oh out. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, now we all know it. <laughs> well, this would be a good time to end the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love man. you guys, man. I love this. This is good. This was a good show. This was, was a show. great shout out, show. Man. Shout out Caleb Kinlaw for being for being the goat, man. For being for real, man. Oh man, for sure, for sure, Caleb. It was a pleasure having you on the show, man. So. Uh, that interview was awesome, man. Hopefully, um, hopefully we get to do it again. So, guys, we appreciate you uh, sticking with us and rocking with us. Um, as always, if you uh, agree with our takes, don't agree with our takes, let us know. You know, we'll we'll we check DMs, we take a look at everything, we'll shout you out, um, and uh, we'll we'll make sure that you guys are are heard. So that's at three OT podcast, and don't forget to follow our boy uh, Caleb Kinlaw. Uh, that's at boogie underscore thirty two on Instagram. So show him some love as he gets ready, you know, as a potential NFL draft prospect. So we appreciate y'all stay tuned and we'll uh, see y'all next week.